0: We left off at the concept uh, or the distinction between the speech of Shabbat and the speech of the weekday. Um, we left off at the word Vezehu, that's where we're going to start. This is the concept of the names Kel and Yudke Vavke in the world of Yatira. Okay? It's brought down in Priyat Chaim, Shahaz in the Kavanot of Halalinafi over there. I believe in Periklam El that's what it says over here. That's where it mentions this concept. Shaydeh Bechinat El, meaning through the concept of Kel. Which, is a, which represents truth. Kel is not a man. That he should be false. Meaning God is not false. He's not. Uh, and that this aspect of God not being false. Is in this, is in connection with the name Kel. So we see that the name Kel means that God is truthful. That it's Emet. That he's Emet. Shebukhinat Yaakov. Meaning that this concept of Yaakov, like Moshe Amor Rabbeinu Zichron Alchas, the Chachamim say, "Minaychik Kera O Kadosh Baruch Hu Yaakov Kel." How do we know that Kadosh Baruch called Yaakov Kel? Shnei Mar Adetzed Veikra Lo Kel Elokei Yisrael, and he called him Kel, the God of Israel. So we see this concept here that Yaakov is in reference to Kel. Yaakov bechinet Emet Kana. Why, first, just as we saw, Kel is a reference to Emet. We know Yaakov is a met Yaakov, and this truth, which is the concept or the aspect of the world to come, is dependent upon livelihood. Because what did we say earlier? When a person has a panasah, he doesn't require or depend on any other human, and he's able to pray in truth with, with, with. Um, he's able to pray genuinely. Without any ulterior motives. This is why it says in That happy is the one who has the God of Yaakov as his helper. That his hope is upon Hashem, his God. Meaning what? Meaning whenever his hope is to Hashem, his God. And doesn't rely on any other person. Then the God of Yaakov is, comes to his aid. Because what did he say earlier that Kelly Yaakov is a reference to Emet? Meaning, when you don't rely on any other human, then you merit Emet. And then Rabbanu teaches us when we're able to draw in this aspect of the world to come, the concept of truth that we just explained, the concept of Panim, the face, within this world. Then you're able to cause a downfall to the wicked. This is hehin. Uh, this is the name Yudkevavke with the expansion of the hey letter, because you know that you could spell hey in many different ways. You could spell hey yud, hey aleph, or even hey hey. So we're going to expand Yudkevavke when you take each letter of that name of Hashem um, Yudkevavke and you expound it or expand it according to the way it's pronounced. So, for example, Yod is Yod-Vav-Daled. In this case, we're talking about with the filling of a Hey. Then you have yod vav daled, then the Hey is Hey-Hey. Then Vav-Vav, and then Hey-Hey. In this case, you have this expansion with the letters Hey. And um, I believe that it's a numerical value of 52. Of 52. So, why do we expand Yudke Vavke in the aspect or in the expansion of He with the letter He? For He is the concept of Shirum Sachar paying back or paying back the Reshaim. And moaning and woe and This This is the payment of the resha'im in the world to come, meaning the punishment. This is the combination of the name and kel. Why? For kel, which we said above, is the concept of the emet that through the concept of kel, which is emet, you're able to create a payment, uh, like um, a paying back to the Rishayim, meaning you're able to make them have a downfall. And what is this downfall? This is the concept of Havaya and the the expansion of the He, as you just saw. Um, and you need to draw this concept down of this Havaya with this expansion of the hay uh, Down to this world um, As we saw About this concept That you have to draw the The speech day of the Within the uh, Sorry Yeah within the Shabbat my, my bad Sorry the speech of Shabbat Within the khol. Excuse me Um, To draw down the words of Shabbat Within the words of the weekday for the week represents Yetzirah. the world of Yetira, the world of formation this is the world of the angels we know that there is the world of Asiyah this is the lowest world the world that we are presently in then there is the world of Yetzirah, the world of the angels the world of Beriah, the world of the Kisiyah Kabul and the world of Atzilut the highest world of all and we won't speak about the other worlds that exist above this because that's very lofty stuff that we shouldn't speak about but then there's Atzilut that is the perfection, but here we're talking about yetzirah. Yetzirah represents the six days of the week. Through many days they will be formed. Meaning that the yetzirah, which is yetzirah, is the concept of yamim days, meaning the six days of the week is yetzirah. So we see here that the yetzirah represents six days of the week. And it says, though one is not among them." meaning what? meaning the days of the week are the content of the Yetirah She'en there's not one with regard to them. Shabbat. Meaning when Shabbat is not brought down into this world, then there's the world of Yetirah. Um, without the holiness of Shabbat. But what does Rabanot teach us? You have to draw down within the world of Yetzirah, which represents the six days of the week, the concept of Kel Havaya, which represents the world to come, Bechinot Shabbat. This is the concept of Shabbat. Khinot, and this is what it says in Patach Eliyahu, in Zohar Kadosh. Marchut Mar is a reference to the mouth, that through this one is able to perfect speech. Amazing. When you perfect these letters of speech, you, uh, you complete them. You have to see that you bring out the words that you're saying in perfection. For sometimes the letters of the words that you're saying get caught in the constrictions of the throat. And sometimes a person is not able to speak properly. The, well, they call in Yiddish, Hezrik. Or sorry, Hezrik. For Nagabenu teaches us something awesome that you need to see to bring out your words from the throat in order that you're able to complete the speech, to speak properly. And what does it mean to speak properly? This means to draw nekudot, vowel points, to the letters for it's impossible to pronounce any letter in the alphabet unless you have a Nekudah under it. And then when you draw these vowel points to the letters, now the, now the speech is able to emerge in perfection. And then you're able to bring from potential to actual. For all thoughts of a person enter into speech. His lips whisper thoughts. And even though a person doesn't perce- a person doesn't perceive this, nonetheless it happens very with with great subtlety. For every single thought that happens to a person ever, it's forced to enter within the speech. Um within the speech. Um, sorry it's forced to enter a person's speech at the time when he's thinking about it. Rather it's just very fine, and very subtle teaches us therefore any single action that we do must first come before we do it with prayer for every single thing one needs to because all things all things need to go into this category of thought, speech, and action. We find that through speech, one is able to complete the act and to bring from potential to actual. Because before one goes from potential to actual, you need to first bring this thought into speech. Therefore, before a person Does anything from potential to actual, creates anything. He needs to complete the letters of speech. As we saw, And in order to bring speech um, to perfection from the constriction of the throat, And what did we say is perfection of speech? When you draw the nekudot to the letters, Then whenever the speech emerges in perfection, Then that matter, is able to emerge from potential to actual. Rabbeinu teaches us one of the most principal ideas in all of the something awesome. Rabbeinu teaches us that to draw nekudot, vowel points, to the letters, it only comes through what? Or it comes through desire and longing. That you're desiring to do a commandment or any other holy act that a Jew desires to do. Spangles of silver. Points of silver. Meaning, what? akasef? The word kisufin. Meaning, through the longing and the passion a person has, the desire a person has, he creates nekudot. For Rabbanu teaches us that it's impossible to do any single thing in this world unless we have the desire to do so. For example, when a person wants to speak something, he needs the first desire. speak and then he speaks and the same is true of any other act if he did not have passion before he does it it's certain that he would not do the act at all therefore any holy act a person must do for example to travel to the tzaddik or any other holy act a man Needs to do it. At the beginning, what did Hashem do? He gives him passion. So that through that, the matter is created. The thing that you want to do is brought into action. They are able to do it. teaches us even further. That the greatness of one's desire comes specifically through the obstacles that God arranges for him. Look at the language Rabbi is using here. Rabbi Noach this double language of the Tzadik, we see here traveling to the Tzadik, and what Habenu is talking about here, we have to pay attention. Habenu teaches us, for when a Jew wants to do anything that is necessary for his Judaism, specifically to do something that is necessary to keep it alive, that all his Judaism would depend upon this thing, for example, to travel to the true tzaddik, then Hashem sends him An obstacle. And this obstacle is actually only for the desire. So that through the obstacle, he has a greater desire to do the act. Because through the obstacle that a person is being prevented from accomplishing that thing he wants to, through that, he actually gets even stronger with more desire to do it. For example, a parable. When you show a small, a person, a minor, something that delights him, immediately you grab it and you hide it. Then he runs after a man a lot. And he seeks out and desires that thing very much. We find. We find. We see that the passion the desire comes through the fact that what he that the man grabbed and hid the the kid's um lights, the toys same is true of obstacles that they prevent a person from the thing that he's trying to that he needs to do in order so why is the obstacle sent to him? In order that, uh, he he should have more desire. And what it say in Mishle? Bread eaten in secret is a delight. Meaning anything that is hidden from a person more. A man is more delighted by it and wants it more. And from this comes. Um, the lust and the overcoming desire to do sin, God forbid, <laughs> Heaven forbid. God of mercy. <laughs> what is not teaching us? Because sin, transgressions are very are are very big obstacles for us. Why? Because we are commanded and ordered uh by Hashemid Baal that we should not do them. Do these sins. This is why that the sins are very much in the context of a, an obstacle. There's an obstacle between the sin because why Hashem told us not to do it. This is why there's so much overpowering desire for sin. Why? Because you're prevented from doing it. And because you're prevented from doing it, you have the desire to do it. it says, and the bread eaten in secret is a delight. The same is true in holiness. When there's a, an obstacle in front of a person, the desire gets stronger. And the greater the desired goal is, meaning the greater the act that you want to accomplish is, for example, traveling to Tzadik, it's one of the highest highest things that exist. So we're speaking about things that the greater the mitzvah is, the greater the thing that you are desiring is haminiyay the obstacle must be greater. Kiyesh cheshek vechoshek venecheshak. For Rabeinu says there's three categories. There's cheshek, there's the desire itself. Vechoshek, the desirer, the one who's desiring. Venecheshak, and the desired object. Lenu adam anchoshek veadavar anecheshak veacheshek shachoshkin adavar anecheshak. As we just explained, uchvim ma'ala tanecheshak. And according to the magnitude of the desired object, ken zayich liyot go'el acheshek. Um the same is true of the extent of the desire. The greater the magnitude of the desired object, the greater the extent of the desire and therefore, when the desired object um, is very great you need to match that greatness with great desire. you need to have great desire. And then he has a very great obstacle. That through this, meaning through the obstacle in itself, the cheshek, the desire, gets greater. Um, for uh, as we just explained, the greater the obstacle, um, the desire gets stronger and stronger. But again, Ladat teaches us it's fitting for a person to know teaches us when you have great obstacles standing in the way of something holy, you should know and understand that this thing that you want to do is the or this desired goal is awesomely great. It's very great and precious. That because of this Desire to go. The obstacles are so big. And specifically, when a person wants to travel to the true tzaddik, for there are great tzaddikim, but there is a one tzaddik, basically, who's the aspect of the focal point of truth between all the tzaddikim. He's the emet of all the tzaddikim. That when a person wants to come close to this true tzaddik, this one of, one of a kind tzaddik, through which him, everything is dependent upon. And there's very great obstacles and from these obstacles a person can understand the great extent of the desired object behold the principle of all the thing is of all the things is that all the obstacles are actually only for the desire so that you should have greater desire only to increase your desire. And this is why when a person desires more and more it's certain that he's able to do that thing, that he will do that thing. he'll be able to bring it from potential to actual. Because through this passion, this desire, you create these vowel points and through these vowel points, one is able to bring from potential to actual. For the, kheshik, the desire breaks the obstacle. And the essence of the obstacle is only in order to increase the desire. Why? Because Hashem sees that you're not fitting to accomplish the thing that you want to do. The thing that you want to do is very lofty and you don't have enough desire to attain that. It's not fitting the desire you have at this moment To attain the act that you want to So Hashem sends you an obstacle In order to give you even more desire to do it And once you have that desire Then you're able to break all the obstacles that stand in your way and therefore When a person desires more According to the obstacle in front of him Automatically Rabenu teaches us The obstacle is broken Here Rabenu is teaching us all the obstacles in Hashem, How to deal with them and how to know, how to understand why they are there, and how to fight them off, to subdue them, and to get to that which we want to, which is anything in holiness. So this is applicable to everyone and anyone, at any single given time, any single given moment. This is where we're going to stop today, B'zgat and we'll start with V'zeh, next section, B'zgat